we need to like think about a little jingle, like a little intro <laughs> jingle or something. Do you want me to do that? I mean, if you are musically inclined. Yeah. Dual focus. There we go. We started. So yeah, I think the best thing to do is um, give you, give everyone a bit of an overview of, of what this podcast will be going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, what our aims and goals and, and things that will be. Um, give an overview of the general structure, and then we can uh, crack into it. How does that sound? That sounds perfect. Um, so this will be a fortnightly podcast. We're hoping to um, pop it out on a Wednesday and record yep. on over the weekend. The general structure will be to do a bit of a, an intro segment, which we'll be getting up to date on, on what each other's been up to over the past two weeks. Um, any news in the photography world, any big events, things like that. And then hopefully we'll go into a bit of a main topic for the episodes. So I think starting out, it will be topic decided by either myself or Tom, but it could be something that you guys as an audience agree on via polls and various things like that on Instagram. And then we'll wrap it up with a bit of Q&A and any comments from the audience and and all of that good stuff. Sounds good to me. So, well, um, do, you, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name's Phil. I'm over on Instagram at Phil Grace UK. I'm a bit of a, a bit of a, a jack of all trades, master of none, really. So I primarily do a bit of street photos. I just recently published my first zine, which was quite a, an interesting experience to say the least. Um, That's on my wall. <laughs> and then <laughs> over the past uh, six months to a year, I've kind of delved into the world of uh, film photography, uh, which I think a lot of people are doing at the minute. Really, it seems to be making a bit of a. I guess a resurrection. Um, like a lot of people are kind of getting back into film a lot. Um, me as well. You know, it, it's just, I think there's more kind of, what's the word? Like emphasis on getting that perfect picture. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely needs to be a lot more deliberate. But with you saying that you've uh, recently taken up film photography as well, did you want to, uh, to introduce yourself there? There we go. So uh, I'm Tom uh, on Instagram as that guy Higgs. Uh, mainly I do digital, um, but obviously I kind of have like a side of film that I do occasionally. But I only really do film if I'm going somewhere in particular. I, I don't really do film on like a daily, like I do with digital, um, which I think I would like to do more film. But I guess I'm the same really. I do portrait a lot of street a bit of documentary but it, it it really varies i think if you can't whatever you're in the mood for yeah exactly i think if you just kind of like go on one topic of photography then you could be losing out on all everything else that is there that you could really just kind of you know dive into and and, and see if it takes an interest in you yeah i, I feel like it there's a lot of value in experimenting especially while you're still trying to find your your niche and where you sit mm. and where, where well, you think, feel mo- most comfortable. I think you've been kind of like diving into new things because obviously I've seen a lot recently with your product photography and it's kind of been a good, in a sense, with the lockdown and everything because you've been kind of working on that a little bit more. So I don't know, that that could be your niche, but 
without trying it, you don't know. Like I've never really tried product photography, to be honest with you, but I wouldn't mind, you know, getting into it and seeing if it's something that interests me as much as the other topics or the other areas, so to speak. Uh, and once again, I think being thrusted into the world of, uh, of product photography has definitely benefited my my kind of street photography and things like that as well because I'm, I'm more um, deliberate with my lighting. I've started taking out a, a little LED panel with me when I go shooting at night. Yeah, yeah. And just trying to apply little tricks and tips that I've learned while working in my makeshift studio at home. So, yeah, I agree. There's, there's definitely value to be to be added by experimentation. I think also experimenting with new, I guess, um, avenues of photography as well. Like obviously me and you and a few other people on Instagram have been doing that edit my photo challenge. So yeah. I think that's been, that's been really fun. You know, we kind of took a break over Christmas, but that's been really fun because not only have we kind of built up a little group of us that like to, you know, we have the same interests, but as well as, you know, there's more, you, you kind of see photos from different perspectives of the same photo, like not, not one of our photos were the same, even though they were the same photo, they weren't, they were edited completely different. Yeah. And, and that's kind of one of the biggest things that I wanted to achieve the setting up the group was trying to build a little community um, because it, especially on Instagram, I'm sure we've all experienced it. There's a lot of uh, toxicity and negativity yeah. um, around other people's work. So I just kind of wanted to emphasize that, that everyone's got their own view on how an image should look. Even if, even if it is fundamentally the same photo, I think all of our edits and over the whole were drastically different. Mm. Um, so I think that was, that was good. And it, it's always nice to just edit someone else's photo because I was editing, I think uh, we had a couple of car photos submitted, didn't we? So yeah, I've, yeah. I've not really done too much of that. So it was, it was quite Yeah, nice it, was, it was something different to do and something different to edit. So like I, I wouldn't normally edit like car photos or, or different things like that. So I think it was nice to kind of put myself in a different photo to edit like i normally edit you know portraits or street photography i never really edit vehicles and, and cars and everything so it was, it was different but it was good it was challenge as well yeah i don't know about you but it made me think about my own edits a little bit more because i when i was editing someone else's photo a lot of questions came up about how far should i edit it should i be changing the crop should i be kind of getting rid of these poles that are in, in frame and things like that. Um, whereas normally if they were my photos, I would, I would be very full on and, and kind of just editing here, there and everywhere until I was happy with the image. But it did make me raise some some questions within myself as what should we be doing and, and adding and taking away from the photo as photographers. So yeah, I, I think, I think once you're editing your work a lot, you kind of get into like a, a routine. It's almost like muscle memory that you edit the same, the same way every time because you kind of know what you're going to have as a photo to edit. You know, I, I always know, as I said, like I always know that I'm always going to have like a, a portrait or a street photography style photo. So I always edit in the same way. So I kind of get into a routine that I know where the photo is going to go. Whereas when you get something different or, or something from someone else, you're kind, it, it kind of feels like it's fine, fresh. And then you kind of think, can I apply this into my photos in the future? Like you said. It was quite bizarre as well, because it was something that I hadn't done in a while. Um, as I'm sure that you've seen, I, I spent quite a lot of 2020 going out in a, of an evening and, and after it got dark, taking quite long exposure shots of various telephone boxes around <laughs> Derby 
So when we had like a, a daytime photo at a waterfall and, and things like that, that's one image that springs to mind. Um, that was quite tricky for me to apply my normal edit to because it was the lighting was totally different, the colours were were totally different. So yeah, it got definitely got me thinking. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I, I agree. And obviously, I think we're going to carry that on and kind of keep that like a regular a regular thing. Really, I think I think we should definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I think even changing it to a, a fortnightly and maybe doing it so it's the opposite week of the podcast because I'm, I'm guessing that a lot of people that were involved with that first project will uh, be appearing on the on the podcast at some, at some point, point yeah. in the future as guests because that is something we are hoping to do is have guests on here and just have different perspectives people tell their their stories and, and how they got into photography mm, yeah definitely so I think we kind of um, touched upon it before we started recording, but the the topic for this episode we think is something that I'm sure um, everyone's aware of is the the COVID situation um, and how it's kind of impacted us create, uh, creatively and how it affects uh... our motivation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that just kind of how have you found it's it's impacted your kind of day to day creative routine? Are you are you going out for photo walks and things like that after work or I think um especially with the third lockdown uh it's a bit difficult to know how far you can go where you can go where you can go for a walk and and because obviously they're at, they're really saying it's just essential travel as well if if you're quite limited as to where you can go as I said before like there's only so many times that I want to take a picture in Queen's Park before I'm kind of like you know what that that place has kind of been exhausted for photos. So if you can't go out of your local town, like I'm in Loughborough, so I can't really go out anywhere. The further than that is your your creative kind of goes away because you're not really getting anything new and fresh to shoot. You just, you feel like you're just shooting the same thing. And that's how I feel at the minute. You know, it's, you're trying to do the best you can, but there's only so many times you can take a picture of the same area before you think, you know, is, is there anything new I can do with this? Yeah. I do think with that sort of creative block when you have been shooting the same area or the same subject for, for a while is is thinking about how you can mix it up. Mm. Um, I know one of the reasons why I got into my telephone box project was because I found myself taking the same images over and over again. So I was like, well, if I put myself in a night setting, what new things can I capture in, in different ways? Yeah, and the light trails work perfectly with those photos. I think you know, yeah. with 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 how you're doing it with the cars, it look it just it kind of really works well and and uh, and sets the photo well. Yeah, so maybe that's a, a bit of a, a challenge for you for over the next two weeks, and we can uh, check it on how you're doing with that. <laughs> maybe uh, go and take some night photos and, and see what happens. Yeah, I don't really take many night photos. Um, I I think I need to start doing it more because I did like quite early on, I think a couple of years ago, I did a couple of long exposures and everything and I really enjoyed them. And then I never really carried them on. I never really, you know, it was never really a regular thing. I'm more of a daytime photographer, but yeah, I yeah. think I'm going to start looking at, at nighttime. I think the light trail long exposure things are, are something we kind of try and, and stay away from because I think as soon as you get your first digital camera with a, a manual mode, um, one of the first things that, that everyone that I know goes out and, and does is like the, the uh, stereotypical long exposures of like the motorway and, and things like that. So I, I, especially when I started this project with the telephone boxes, one thing that I was very aware of is 
is that I didn't want to come across as, as amateurish, yeah. for, for lack of a better phrase. Um, so I, I think you just kind of you need to get stuck in and, and just own it, really, and, and see what comes of it. Even if it's it's not going to go into your portfolio or even published on your, your Instagram feed, I think it gets you thinking of different scenes in a different way and, and helping you look at light in a different way as well. Well, that's the whole thing about, obviously, photography is you're kind of looking at the same thing that someone else would look at but you're looking at it from a different perspective and you notice something different about the same object or building or scene or whatever you notice it in a different way to someone else because you notice or you see it in a different perspective even if it's literally a different angle a different time of day it's anything it, it can completely change what you're looking at yeah definitely and I've, I've kind of found that as well when i, I go on um little photo walks with my girlfriend from time to time. And sometimes I'll stop and take a photo of something. And she's like, what are you taking a photo of? Like, it's just a, a tree or something like that. <laughs> but then when you look at the photo and the, the composition of things, it, it just kind of works because you've, you've just spotted that one little scene. And I think that that's something that just comes with time and experience as well as, is just flexing those creative muscles and, and trying different angles. and Flexing and those creative muscles. I love it. Photography's... The gym for your uh, your mind. Wow, that's the way I like to think. When about it. when does your inspirational book come out? Well, after the pandemic, mate. <laughs> after the pandemic, I'll uh, condense all of these life lessons into one. That would be volume ten of my uh, my photography book series. We'll just publish volume one. I, lo- I love it. Volume volume ten will just be full of inspirational quotes. Just just from random times of the day. Yeah, as you'll see, my uh, the books that I'll publish over the next few years will just go from Instagram and slowly transfer into a, a Pinterest, just in a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that's one thing that would be quite useful, actually, is maybe setting ourselves different challenges between each episode. I'm going to give you the challenge of going out and trying to take some night photos, and then you can come up for one for me. And I shall uh, work on that in between the the episodes. Okay, I'll, I'll do I'll do night photography, and then I will. In the meantime, I will set you a challenge for the next podcast. Brilliant. Because doing photography alongside my day job and now film uh, developing my own film, I'm obviously a sucker for punishment, and I need more things to take on. <laughs> more <laughs> more responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that kind of um, nicely neat wraps up that topic. Um, obviously, I think going forward, we'll have a bit of a Q&A session for people. So if they want to get in contact via Instagram or um, we'll set up an email address for the podcast. So if you want to email into there. We'll, Do people uh, still send letters? Out. You can send us a letter. I mean, if the past couple of months has taught me anything, it's I don't send enough letters because when I was sending out my uh, the first wave of the zines, I miscalculated postage quite drastically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, maybe that's something we need to bring back as well as a uh, film photography. Fax as well. Send us a fax. That's true. I'll uh, I'll buy a fax machine. So if Specifically else, for this podcast. Yeah. So if anyone does want to contact us via fax or I will accept carrier pigeon as well. <laughs> We've got a bird table outside. But yeah, we'll um I'll put all of the, the contact details in the show notes below. Um, so everyone can get in contact with us. Hopefully we'll have a few questions that we can answer. Or even if you just want to, to leave us some feedback or a comment, we'll quite happily read that out. Anything else you want to add, Tom? I think I think that's it. I think obviously when we originally came up with this idea of 
kind of looking at what me and you can collaborate on and we came up with the podcast we didn't we didn't really know where we were going to go with it obviously we've got topics that we'd like to talk about and i think it's kind of finding what we want from it as well as what it can really give to us you know when we were first talking about it we talked about what we kind of want to talk about and what we want to discuss on the show on the podcast but at the end of the day i think we're just going to find our route eventually <laughs> you know after after each after each podcast i think we'll kind of start to understand where we want this to go and and how it's going to work so i think as you said like feedback is always good you know comments Definitely. and everything and, and kind of understand where we could go with this and just see what works what doesn't work and yeah and take it from there i think that's the key thing is just we're hoping that this will evolve and we don't know what it will evolve into but we've not got a rigid kind of format kind of planned out or something that we're going to stick to so if you have got any comments or or suggestions about things that you'd want to to hear on the podcast then by all means if you've got any suggestions about who you want on the podcast as a guest because that's something we've, we've discussed drop us a message with your suggestions and we'll uh, see if we can make it happen or if you want to be on the podcast that's it oh yeah that's very true yeah, yeah. just uh drop us a message on instagram once again i'm uh, phil grace uk and i am that guy higgs